Welcome everybody to the International College of Integrative Medicine podcast, translating science into clinical practice since 1983. I'm your host, Luke W. Russell, and today I have with me Dr. Charles C. Adams of Georgia. Dr. Adams, thank you for taking some time to chat with me. Glad to be here. Thank you, sir. And could you tell us a little bit about your practice? Well, I'm a traditionally trained medical doctor from the University of Tennessee, and my practice is just over the line from Chattanooga in the state of Georgia, and I have an integrative internal medicine practice. And so thinking back over the last, you know, it could be this last several months, the last couple years, what would you say has been new in your practice? Oh my goodness, it's been wonderful to have using ozone therapies as a new way to help folks. Uh, We have a uh, new form of microcurrent neurofeedback known as IASIS that is just marvelous for traumatic brain injury, PTSD, um, hyperbaric oxygen, and not to mention just the various IV therapies we use to help people. And what new knowledge have you uncovered in the, you know, like the last 12 months? Well, a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I honestly don't know where to start, but there's also a process of learning about these therapies and always how to better use them by interacting with my fellow doctors and what they're doing and, and what works and what gets results. Can you think of any particularly interesting patient stories to anything you've seen over the last year that you thought, like, just how exciting the way all these therapies are able to influence your patients' lives? The first one that, that pops in my mind, and just in terms of changing the trajectory that someone was on, uh, I mentioned the microcurrent neurofeedback. One of my patients is a former Marine in his early 70s, and he acts, looks, and thinks like he's in his 40s. And he played high, he's played high school football. He played football for the University of Virginia. He was involved in some sort of explosion in Vietnam. And, but he was you know, hooting and scooting and doing just fine. And on his farm one day, he bumped into a fence with a tractor and he did not see the two by four swinging around and hurtled into his head. And here my 70 year old, 40 year old buddy all of a sudden looked like he was 80. I mean, poor guy. And in four treatments, we were able to bring him back to the guy that I knew. Wow. And by the same token, I had two 10th grade boys, one concussion too many, and the same thing happened to both of them. They went from A student to F student. Wow. And I mean, couldn't, they couldn't think, they couldn't do anything, and they were, that automatically put someone on a very negative path. Yeah. And after just three treatments, both of them responded, and they're back, back to normal and wow. rocking and rolling. And so that's a mind blower. Yeah, but yeah. That, but there are, my other therapies will do similar things, and other, I mean, they're just the ones that popped up. Yeah, yeah. What's the most startling thing you've seen over the last year? Whether it's like a health trend or maybe a specific case? Well, let me, let me change your question to how did I get into all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. And here I'm your traditionally trained internal medicine. I'm new to practice. I'm ready to go. And two gentlemen, totally independent of each other, about three months separated, 
they each came in with the identical story of, hey, my feet were swelling, I was taking water pills, I was on beta blockers, I couldn't walk across the floor, you know, 10 feet without taking nitroglycerin, and they wanted to do a bypass on me, and I refused the bypass and went and did chelation therapy, and I'm sitting here looking at them, and because at that time, I knew chelation was nothing but pure quackery, and here these guys are sitting there, and they, both of them, no medicines, no swollen feet, I wow. mean, they look healthy, and I'm like, wait a minute, I got to learn a little bit more about this because it isn't, it, this isn't adding up, and so yeah. that kind of started it way back when. So. Wow, wow, that is incredible. I'll be back in a moment with more from Dr. Adams. First, let's hear from our executive director, Wendy Chapel. Hello, this is Wendy. If you are an ICIM member, I want to be sure you are getting the most from your membership. We have a great page on our website, www.icimed.com, where we highlight members' blogs. This is a really good way to check on the many projects and practice focal points of your colleagues. And we want to make sure that your blog is up there too. On our website, we have great opportunities for you to get some marketing advice from Luke and ISOM's own in-house team of social media and multimedia experts. We offer legal advice from our general counsel, John Richardson, and tons of emotional support when you need it. Both marketing and legal help are listed on our website under the button Member Resources. New membership benefit that you can find there is that in that same section of our website, you can now listen to past lectures for free. Now, back to the interview with Dr. Adams. My question is, are you a better doctor today than you were 5, 10, 15 years ago, and how so? Well, just like going to these conferences, you realize just how much you don't know and you sure are not the smartest person in the room. But what, one of the best things that someone said to me one time is what's really important is what you learn after you know it all. You know? <laughs> and it's that simple because I've, I've got many colleagues that by golly, they know it all. And yeah. every, everybody in this room knows a bunch, but they know, you know others of us that know something that they don't and, and we need and use that information. So Yeah. What do you wish you had learned in med school? everything <laughs> no, I mean it was it, the and I was talking with someone about this last night and that is that yeah we do a lot of integrative things and I do a lot of integrative things in my practice but it all by golly has got to be based in the fundamentals the things that we learned in medical school you've got to cover the the, the fundamental basis uh, before you start going off onto other things and, and new and different ways to treat different problems but you've always got to keep your antenna up, you know, and that, oh, I, I know what this is. Well, you know what it might be, but it still might be something else. And, you know, just yeah, always learning. Yeah. Uh, for people who aren't really, um, whether the patient's listening or doctor's listening, who aren't really co too familiar with the concierge model, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know that's been something more in recent years that you um, have transitioned to. I will try to stay off of a soapbox here, <laughs> but um, in 2015, I transitioned from being your 
a typical third-party involved physician taking all the different third-party insurances, Medicare and everybody else, and said, wait a minute, this isn't a good place to be. It's not in the best interest of my patients. It's not a good idea to try to practice production medicine and brag about, well, I saw 42 patients today and I saw 58 yesterday. That's not, in my opinion, good medicine. It's just sitting there writing a prescription every seven and a half minutes is not really doing the patient the favor in terms of trying to figure out what's going on, you know, what do they need, what's, what's really the basis of their problem. And so the concierge format has dramatically changed at them. Most concierge practitioners love spending anywhere from 30 to 40 to, wow. you know, minutes to an hour with each patient to try to figure out what's going on, why is what going on, and what can we do to, to improve that, the, the situation. And so that's really the, the wonderful luxury. And also, because you've got fewer patients, you're able to better communicate you know, through the different modalities. It's just a much more wonderful basic way of practicing medicine as opposed to being, you know, on some sort of bonus production scheme or something. Yeah. Okay, so um, thinking, you know, how you've kind of been transitioning away from the traditional health model uh, uh, in terms of your office functions, right, um, uh, if, if that's a accurate way of stating it, um, is when you look out at the healthcare landscape and what, like, see how there's organizations like the ICIM and lots more others that are out there advancing um, all these integrative and, and non-conventional um, approaches while there's other forces out there working in the other direction. When you look out at the, at the, the healthcare landscape, like, do you have hope? Yes, I do, but unfortunately, we're in for a big fight and we're fighting right now because there are a lot of folks that are much more interested in getting into our patient's pocketbook than seeing the patient get well. And we physicians are not politically trained um, as a profession and don't really understand how to cope with and how to meet these opposing forces head on, unfortunately. But we're slowly learning, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share thinking about just the, all the integrative approach and, and everything you've been up to? Well, if, if this is permissible, I would like to make a plug for a, an organization that's nonprofit. It's the Alliance for Natural Health. Uh, I'm not on their payroll. There's no funding on this, but this is one of the easiest and best ways to get your voice heard at the state and national level for your, you know, to your senators and your representatives. They put out at least weekly newsletters about different issues that have come up. They are always interesting. They are always informative. And some things you go, well, well, that doesn't really melt my butter. Another thing, just make you mad as a wet hen. But they make it easy for all of us, doctors and patients, to send them an email. Uh, hey, I'm watching you. I know what you're up to, and this isn't good, or please consider this. And it's, a for, it's one way that we all can, uh, you know, try to at least make things heard. So that's one thing I would you know, anh-usa.org, Alliance for Natural Health, and it's anh-usa.org. It's a, it's a big voice, and I encourage everyone to, uh, and it's free, you know, to participate. So, awesome! Thank thank you so much, Dr. Adams, for joining me today. Luke, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you.